Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey everyone, thanks again for being a part of this podcast, the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. My name is John and I am here to try to help you find the right people for your context, those people who are seeking to know who Jesus is. I love working with different teams with different types of theological backgrounds and churches, people overseas in the U.S. You know, if you're one who believes in Jesus and is trying to get the message about him out, then we're on the same team. And I hope that this podcast is going to help you be able to do an even better job of that and to leverage social media marketing to find those seekers in your context. Now, in this week's podcast, we're going to be talking talking about some specific types of posts. So some specific types of posts that you might do on social media and how each of these can be used in different ways as well as understanding that some of them, after you've been testing, might work better at top of the funnel when you're very first time of meeting people, or it might work better deeper down, further down, after you've talked with people for a while, after they are aware of who you are, after they have considered what it is that you're talking about. Maybe then after they have sent you a private message or they've already downloaded a Bible or whatever it might be. So whether it's top of the funnel or further down, different types of posts might work better or might work worse for you in your context. And well, we just got to figure out that by testing which ones those are. And so the goal is to get content that converts, to get content that gets people to begin to consider who Jesus is. As an ad, an ad's job is just to catch people's attention. It is not the place where we try to convert people. It is not the place where we try to get people to, to have these deep conversations. Its sole job is to let them know, hey, you exist, and to catch their attention. Now, I use this analogy a lot, but if, if I had a coffee shop, my goal is to sell coffee. And so if you saw my post or my ads, but you clicked like on my page, but you never bought my coffee, well, that's not working and that's not helping. That's a vanity metric. But let's just say that you saw a sign outside my store and it said today half price coffee. Well, if you looked at that and you said to your friend, wow, this is really great, but you kept on walking. Well, then that that's really failed. But if I can get you to look at that ad and then step into the coffee shop, now we're getting somewhere. And then hopefully you're going to try that. You're going to consider the different types of coffee and then hopefully test them and see. I don't have to badmouth other coffee shops. I just want you to come in and taste our coffee and see, to taste and see. That's what we're trying to do with this content. And so there's some different types of reasons of that why people even do things online. And these t different types of posts come into that. They play a part of that. So here are these one, two, three, four, five, five of them that I want to share with you and unpack them just a little bit in the short time we have together today. 
The first one is a relational type of post. Now this could be video, it can be picture. The type in the sense of the actual creative is not as important as it is the content. That's what we're talking about here. So a relational one. People long for authenticity. They're looking for community. There's this idea of tribes that are out there. And that's fantastic because oikos, that idea of that family unit, that, that group, from that's a Greek word from the Bible, that's found all over the New Testament. And so even in church planning movements and disciple making movements, it is this idea of groups. So the language we use in a relational one is one that's encouraging people about others. Hey, do you know other people who might be interested? Do you know other people who might want to try or whatever? But really we begin to look to this to think, okay, why do people even share content or do this relational type of stuff on social media? And there's been a bunch of studies that have happened out here throughout the whole interweb. And, and here's one of them that I came across. And it was just talking about, okay, why do people do that? And it says one reason was to improve the lives of others. So it's one beggar telling another where they can find bread. It is one person telling another person, I like this or I did not like this. And so in this study that was done, I think it was done by Hootsuite, almost all the participants said they share because they want to help other people. Now that could mean that other people share who are against Jesus and they're sharing your post. And, and I've had that happen, which is why it's important to make sure to delete, to ban people from the page to those who aren't seeking. That's not the people you're trying to reach. So we don't want the wrong relational stuff happening there, but people share to improve the lives of others. They do that many times as well to define themselves. So 68% said that they share in order to help create the idealized online persona of themselves. So when we're sharing and then creating content, when it's relational in nature, when people are challenged to do that, then that's going to help them build their own picture of who they are. This new identity in Jesus. And that's a process that, that takes some time to go through. It also helps relationships grow, to nourish. It's self-fulfillment that takes place. And people share it and then other people respond back to them and, and they get positive feedback. And so that helps them feel good about it. And so finally, another reason that people share in the relational aspect is just to get the word out about things that they believe in. So as people are beginning to consider Jesus, they might share but we want to encourage that. So that's post that encourage about others reading the Bible together, getting the Bible together, whatever it might be. So there is that idea of just relational, of oikos, is one type of social media post. Another one is an intellectual, an intellectual type of post. And now these, I think a lot of times we understand those, that people will share, um, they will create different types of Facebook or YouTube videos or whatever, and there's an intellectual aspect to them. That's great, but that may not be why people are on Facebook or why they're on YouTube is to see this kind of content because sometimes we're going to be putting content in front of people. We're interrupting them. We're pushing content in front of them where a Google, if it's a search ad, we're pulling them from those results to our sites. Well, we have to understand the different channels we're in and we need to understand that the bulk of the people 
that probably are going to be interacting with your content are going to be on a mobile phone. So even though it's intellectual, it cannot be the definitive 15 piece thesis, 15 page thesis or whatever that you have about content. It needs to still be bite sized. But if they go to a landing page, they can click there to get more information or more articles or more pictures or more videos or whatever it is. What we're really trying to do is to put a pebble in their shoe. Just a little bit of information to get them to begin to think about it. It's just a little bit to get them to begin to think about the subject that you're wanting them to think about. Now, I've, I've been fighting sickness for months now, and, and I don't know if it was from the chemotherapy or what, but I just constantly, every day, feel a sickness. I'm blowing my nose, and it's just disgusting. And I hate waking up feeling like it every single day. And so just this last week, I went in and got uh, allergy testing. 120 pokes and I'm still itching in a few places from it and here's what I found out I'm not allergic to anything so that was that was a bust but it they put all of these allergens in me to see if that was what was causing this sickness well that's what really what we're doing we're just trying to inoculate we're just trying to put a little bit of information out there with these intellectual types of posts so don't go overboard this is not bible answer man type of material here's another one behavioral in a behavioral post this is something where we have collaboration and this is this idea of group work this is the idea of sharing once again that comes into it and a part of those psychological motivations that people have to really share about what they're do they're doing and so there's all sorts of ways you can do that you can do posts that are engaging ones you can do ones that are talking about news that people are talking about you can do competitions you can do user generated content of user generated photographs, um, infographic type of things where people are jumping in there, all sorts of stuff, polls, questions that you ask, all of this can be things live streams even could be one potentially depending upon the security risk where people can be engaging and you can ask a question. I really like the idea of doing quizzes where it's like, here's the top 10 Bible people. How many of them can you recognize? So if you've been on social media, you've, you've probably seen these quizzes before, which is like, which Star Wars character would you be or whatever? And here's what's amazing about those is that people share them. And so then that those posts, those results that are branded, that have your logo on it, go out to that person's whole Oikos, their whole relational network on social media as well so that would be another great one a behavioral one some sort of activity or quiz another one that you could do would be another type is a sensory type and this is where we're really trying to help people feel or see this is where vr i think is going to be really exciting this is where 360 pictures can be really effective i think in bringing in this this is where behind the scenes types of things can happen because this is not your polished stuff this is just hey i've got a i've got my cell phone out i took this or it's whatever else that you have I really think this helps create a sense of connection, which is something that people are really looking for. They want to feel like that they're a part of something. And so all of that can go into it as well. And now there's one other type, and that is an emotional type of post. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into this. There's Abraham Maslow's hierarchy of human needs, and that has helped drive the idea of spiritual longing, which if you've been listening to the podcast, you'll know I'm really trying to expand that out into really more just Holy Spirit, the positive, the fruit of all of those things being filtered through that. 
But there are psychological needs, there are safety needs, there's a sense of love, esteem, self-actualization, there's the idea spiritually of forgiveness or acceptance, of love, of purpose in our life. There's just so many types of emotional things, of longings that are out there. And so not only do we need to know what those are, but we need to know what is the driver of the change that is happening. All of that can be a part of these types of emotional posts. And we're not trying to play on people's emotions. We're not trying to manipulate, but we're trying to understand where they are and then give content to them. I feel like we use this one a lot. This one and intellectual, these two types we tend to use a lot. And I actually think we may overuse those. And so, but you're, you've got to test it. You need to look at your results and to see what's going on and in your context with your seekers that are out there. So all of that stuff comes into it, understanding what is the driver of change that is happening and what is the emotional state then that people are finding themselves in? What are these needs that people are having? And so as you look at both of those, those can become the type of content that will convert. So relational intellectual, behavioral, sensory, and emotional. Different types of content that create posts, videos, whatever it might be that help you convert, to help you get people to consider and to come to Jesus. So I hope that helps you. I hope that you are looking at the types of content that you're creating, not just in social media posts, but even if you do a blog or whatever, in all of your content to make sure that it fits if with these different types of content that are out there. So I hope that helps. If you're looking for hands-on training, then I would love for you to join us in Taiwan in April for a hands-on training. It's a three-day lab. You bring your laptop and your team and you're going to leave knowing what exactly to do to be able to implement media to find people to find seekers to hopefully, Lord willing, see a movement in your context. So if you're looking for information, if you're interested in that at all, please reach out, send me a message, or go to our website at KavanaughMedia, K-A-V-A-N-A-H media.com, and there is a link right there that talks about the live training. So until next time, I hope that this helps you. May God bless you. Keep trying. Keep pushing. Don't give up. There are seekers in your context, and I hope the Holy Spirit will guide you to them. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for Him and for His kingdom.